0: Let's go ahead and stand for the reading of God's Word. Matthew chapter twenty-eight. We're uh, we're continuing on in the series uh, of the uh, of the Great Commission, and um, and uh, for us as a church to understand the importance of the Great Commission. Matthew 28, verse 18, and Jesus, we read this out of Mark, but I'm going to come back around because it's kind of the same passage, a little different, but it's out of Matthew chapter 28, verse 18. It says, and Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nation, baptizing men in the name of the Father and the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the ends of the age. Father, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the spirit of truth, Father. I I pray, God, even today, give us eyes to see everything that we need to see in your word. And Father, I pray, Lord, give us ears to hear. Lord, your, your word says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Lord, let there be penetration in the hearing of your word today and father give us a heart to receive everything everything that god that you have for us and father i'm thankful even this year father that this has been a this has been a year where we've seen souls come into the kingdom of god and lord i'm I'm grateful and thankful lord that you've used us even as a church to see people come to the knowledge of who jesus christ is father i pray god continually use us in this area, in Jesus' mighty name, in Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen. I'm going to tell you, God does want to use you. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Um, so, you know, even to, it's not really that I should pray that way because I, I, I believe that God, your understanding, the understanding that we have to have is that God does and will use us. Amen. You know, when I, Miranda and I started in the ministry some ten or twelve years ago. There was a few things and few tips that I received as 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 a minister and stepping out in faith to to, to minister the gospel. And um, one, the first one was, in a, and I value that piece of wisdom <laughs> greatly, is is that you're not the Holy Spirit, and you have got to allow the Holy Spirit to do His thing in a person's life. And I I, I value that very much. And the second thing that I heard was. Um, that as a pastor or as a preacher, this is a good tip, too, that if you're leading a life group or you're, you're, you're doing anything like that in the house or you're ministering to, to someone or if you're leading someone to the Lord, you need to, you need to teach and preach the benefits of what it means to be a Christian. Because a lot of times people don't walk into the, to the house of God, um, you know, if they feel condemned or if they feel hurt or if they feel broken. I'm not saying it's not a place for people to come in and receive that. Yes, absolutely it is. But a lot of times people will come in through somebody that's invited them or, you know, to, to check things out. But if somebody's beaten and battered, a lot of times it's very, it's a, you know, church is the last place that, you know, we always say, well, the church should be the place you run to. But honestly, it's not always the first place people run to. They run to worldly things, they run to a variety of different things, but but I realized something even in this um, today as I as I was praying and thinking about this, it's important, important that we preach the benefits of soul winning. Amen. So I, I want you to, if you have your Bibles, um, I want you just to flip over to um, I want you to flip over to John chapter twenty one. John chapter twenty one. I hear footsteps. You know one of the greatest benefits of the of the great commission that um you know and I, I've thought a lot about this this week is it's it's honestly the way one of the ways that I get to show God that I love him by by sharing his word I, I, isn't that cool I mean like that that god that God would choose me that you know think about this. That he chooses every believer, every believer that comes and gets saved and receives salvation, he then gives his word to us. To to, to this is this is a, this is life, right? We're, we're we're given we're given the word of God to learn how to live, and to learn how to operate, and, and, and all these things. And it's 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 so amazing, it's so amazing. But I get to love the Lord. You say, well, Pastor, is that a benefit? Oh my. That I get to love the Lord. That, you know, I, I love the fact that he chose me, right? Because, you know, he, you know the Bible says, and I'll, I'll, I'll come back to that. But let's, let's go ahead and let's get into John chapter 21. Because there are benefits of the Great Commission. Number one, if you're taking notes today, I get to love the Lord. I get to love the Lord. I get to love the Lord. John chapter 21, are you with me? Because this is, this is powerful right here. This is so powerful. Verse, uh, verse 15. It says, So when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, son, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? And he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, he said to him, feed my lambs. He said to him again a second time, Simon... Son of Jonah, do do you love me? I, I, are you getting the picture already? That you know he's 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 asking a question, and I I think any time that you see something on repeat in the Bible where it's pointed out once or twice or even three times, I I tell you it's good that we pay attention to that, because see Jesus is he's he's really looking at something much deeper than I than I feel like that we can even we can even comprehend in our in our own mind because. You know, he's, he's asking Peter, Peter, do you love me? And Peter's saying, Lord, you know. You, you know that I love you. you. You know that I, Lord, I love you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll cut off someone's ear. I'll cut off someone. You know that I love you, Lord. You know that I love you. But I think such a, a, a deeper revelation is, is what Jesus begins to say. He begins to say, feed my lambs. Let me just keep reading. He said to him a second time, which I read, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? He said to them, yes, Lord, you know that you know that I, I love you. He said to him, tend my sheep. So we have feed my lambs, and then we see tend my sheep. And he said to him a third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? And Peter, Peter was grieved. He was grieved because, you know, Lord, why are you asking me whether or not I love you? Why, why are you asking me? Because see, this is the thing, it, you know, we, you hear people, I, I love God, right? I, I love the Lord, but I'm not sure about people. I'm not sure that, you know, I, I, I love God, but, you know, people frustrate me. People, people, let's be honest today, let's be a little transparent, because you know, people can be frustrating. But I think the heart of the matter that what, God, what Jesus is doing here is he's, he's warning Peter to look a little deeper than himself. So And that, that's what I love about the Great Commission because what it does is that it allows us to look a little deeper than our own selves. You guys with me today? Because, because if we will begin to evaluate our, our own lives and we begin to see the things that Jesus wants us to see, you know, it, it, it truly is about the great... Yes, I believe in the Peter saying, yes, Lord, I believe in you. I believe you're you're the son of God. I, I believe I, I, I believe in you, but Jesus is taking it a step further. He's taking it a step further, and that's what I, that's what I love about this because one of the greatest benefits of, of the Great Commission is that I get to love the Lord, but then I th- but then I also get to love what He loves. Did did you did you catch that? That I get to love what He loves. I get to love what He loves. Feed my sheep, most assuredly I say to you, and it, it, just watch this because this is, this is important. Most assuredly I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wished. So Jesus, he, he's having a, a, a word of wisdom here. But when you were old, you will stretch out your hands and either were gird and carry you where you do not wish. Then he spoke signifying by which the death he would glorify God. He, he, he's, he's telling him, Look, Peter, <laughs> I see your future. Can I tell you that God sees your future? But he, he he's seeing he's seeing the heart of Peter, he's seeing that he's seeing that that Peter's life is 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 a ransom before God. He's seeing Peter's life that Peter's life is going to be laid down, it's going to be laid bare. He, he that Peter's he, Peter's going to be a great soul winner. Peter's going to declare the word of the Lord through, through, you know, and we see that throughout the book of Acts, right? We see how bold Peter was. He wasn't wasn't as bold until we know the Holy Spirit come upon him in Acts chapter 2. Everything shifted. It's why we've talked about the the reason why we need the Holy Spirit. To to, to be soul winners, to to be carriers of God's presence, We we need the Holy Spirit. And we need the baptism of the Holy Spirit. But he says this, he says, and when he spoke this, he said to him, follow me. Follow me. Now, I'm going to tell you, there's a, lot, there's a lot in this text. There, there's really a lot in this text because three times he, he comes to Peter and he says, Peter, look, you know, tend my sheep. Care for my people. Peter, do you love me? Do, do you love me? And I, I want you to catch this because, because see, soul winning i I love it, I love the fact of seeing one person come to Christ amen isn't it great Is't it great when we 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 and I'm going to talk about the rejoicing because because I think sometimes we don't realize there's a party in heaven when one person repents and gives their life to Jesus I'm going to cover that one today <laughs> but I, I i want I want you to see this because the benefits of being a soul winner and telling people about Jesus is is a, a, a few things. You're fulfilling God's desire. What do you mean, Pastor? Now take your Bibles. I want you to see this because it's it's important. Go to 2 Peter chapter 3. 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 8. Because see, you're fulfilling God's desire when you tell somebody about Jesus. Should it be our desire to please God? One more time. Should it be our de- should it should it be our desire on earth to please God as a Christian can I tell you yes amen it should be our deepest desire to please God in everything that we do more than ourselves amen our, our deepest desire should be to please God so so let me let me show you real quick because it's important that you see this. In 2nd Peter 3 verse 8, it says, "Beloved, do not forget this one thing that with the Lord one day is a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises." Now, now now watch this because this is so important. As some count slackness, but is but in long suffering God is patient. Oh my. He's a patient God towards whom, towards whom, towards us. He's a patient God towards us. Has God ever had to been has he ever been patient with you? Amen. Oh my lands amen. He he's <laughs> oh, He's patient with us. He's patient with us. The times that he's he's knocked and you're like what's that noise? but he's knocking and you're just like what, what, what is that noise I think that's Jesus but mm, what, what's that you know he's patient with us long suffering he, 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 he genuinely cares about us but, but watch this his God's desire so I, I want you to understand that see it's just deeper than and I, and I want you to catch that out of what, what he's saying to Peter it's deeper it's deeper than just going out and winning someone to Christ we need to do that. You, you need to be a soul winner. You need to tell people about Jesus. You, you lead people to Christ. Amen? It, it's, it's important that we understand that and do that. But there, there's a deeper revelation because, see, that's God's desire for us to share this good news. And, and, and a lot of times, we're, well, it's somebody else's job. No, it's the church's job. We are the church. You know, this has been a year of, of teaching and preaching sound doctrine. And I and I got it, you know, as the Lord, because I wasn't sure that we were even going to go into this series, but when the Lord said, you know, tell the church to write down five names of five people, and, and I want you to pray for them. The five people that I'm praying for aren't here yet. Did you hear what I said? Yet. Yet. I sent out messages last night. <laughs> you know. The five people I'm praying for aren't here yet. But, you know, well, Pastor, you know, n- neither are mine. Or maybe one or two of them are now. But, but you, you, do, do you see that he, it, it's in that long suffering that we begin to understand the Great Commission and the working of the Great Commission of how important it is to share this good news. But God's desire, God's plan for humanity is salvation. Period. That's the responsibility we have as a church. To make sure people hear this good news. Amen? To make sure people have the opportunity to receive salvation. Now, I, we're going to talk and we'll preach more on this because it doesn't just stop at salvation. It's important that we understand the Great Commission that, you know, when someone receives the word of God and they receive it into their spirit and they and they get saved, it's it's the beginning in the walking. It, it, it's, it's the beginning phase of the walk for the believer. Does a believer, when they get saved, have everything figured out? Two of you said no. Does a believer, when they first get saved, have everything figured out? No. No. So so it's important that we understand that we're we're ever growing, we're ever changing, and if we don't learn how to renew our mind, it's we can easily find ourselves moving backward. One thing can throw you off, two two things can (laughs) pull you away. But so it's important that you have a renewed mind. This this kind of wraps together. It's so important. But see, I want you to understand the reason, the reason the the, the benefits of of sharing the gospel is it 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 shows God that I care about what he cares about. That I'm I'm going to do as 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 a believer, I'm going going to, 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 to be what God wants me to be. I I you know his desire should become my desire. Amen. So God's not slack concerning his promises. His will is that none shall perish. I'm driving a point because, because, see, a lot of people don't catch that. They, 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 they don't catch the fact of how important it is. Because, guys, there's a heaven and there's a hell. They're, 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 these are very real places. But you know, understand that God, God, God created the universe in, in, in eternity, from eternity to eternity. God, God, God is light. You know, he, he's, he's in every area. Every area that. Satan is not. Satan, he, he has a dominion over a few areas. The air and the earth. And he has a final judgment. God does not have a final judgment. Heaven is... Heaven is... The eternity of, of life exists with God. So it's important that we share this good news. It's important that, you know, we... You know, that, that, that we as individuals, we as, as, as Christians... Take the great commission serious. Pastor, what if they don't get saved? Oh my. You pray. You pray. You pray. What if they What if they reject that the, the message? Pastor, what if I fumble up? <laughs> What if I fumble with my words? What if, I don't, what if I don't sound like you? What if I don't use the, the right terminology? You know, confession. You know, the, the Bible says this, that anybody that calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. By confession. So we teach that in this house, that we confess. That's why we walk people through a prayer to teach them or show them how how they can receive salvation. Salvation is received in the heart. There's a lot that I want to cover through this series. But first, even today, I want you to understand that we show God that we we care about Him by sharing this good news. Take your Bibles, go to John 14. I'm just going to give you some scriptures today. John 14, because... (laughs) If you, uh, if you catch these, jot these down. These, these are so important. John 14 and, and John 15. I'm just going to, John 14, 15. Because, you know, I, I, I love it that, that, that Jesus started with the scripture. He started with, you know, he, he, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? <laughs> I couldn't shake that all day yesterday. Because, you know, I'm asking, I'm ask, you, you, Lord, you, you know, because I, I said, Lord, you know that I love you. Lord, you you know that that, that and the Lord's just quickening me. Then, then do then do this, do this. Operate in this. Forgive in this. Lay this down. This down. Because of who I am, John fourteen fifteen. If you love me, see Jesus. I love this in in, in fourteen. You'll see where Jesus. Oh, it's so. I, you know, if for a guy to talk about a book that's romantic, it, it, John 14, John 15, John 16, jo- John 13 through the closing of it to me is, is so poetic. I, I'm not, Miranda told me the other, we went, we actually had a trip. We were away and for like four days and we, we just, we did nothing. It was great. We hiked. We, I fell in a creek or river. So, you know, anyway, we, we had fun. And she looked at me, she said, you're not, you know, you're not very poetic, because I tried to be poetic, you know, and she's like, you're, you know, that's the thing about being married for 25 years, we're brutally honest with each other sometimes, and, and, you know, I don't get offended, I just laugh, so, um, but she said, you're not very poetic, but I love the book of John, because I see, I see, I see how elegant Jesus is, I see how much he loves, how, how much, how much he, he genuinely loves he loves his disciples. How much he loves the world. Amen. It's, it's, all, it's so rich. It's, it's, it's one of the first books I always tell people to read. And it's a book that I preach out of and, and, and I love. But John 14, 15, it says, If you love me, keep my commandments. And I will pray to the Father and he will give you another helper. That he, amay- he may abide with you forever. If you love me. This is what Jesus said he would do. So we, we understand that Jesus is giving us something. He, he's giving us a helper. That when someone gets saved, he's giving them a helper. He's giving them something that can help be a compass. Well, pastor, that person didn't up, end up in church. That's why we pray. That's why we say, get that person's name. You there are people that I call three months, six months. Miranda and I were talking about the other day. There's, sometimes there's people that we've prayed for that walk in church four years later, five years later, because we, we, we understood the significance of planting a seed or putting a seed in someone. You, you know, God's working. He's he's working. We got we gotta allow God to work, amen. And you know, he he's working. Sometimes, you know, you know, honestly, it worked quick with me. I got saved and, and you know, honestly, I, I just and, and I realize now because it was the same fire that was on my friend, it jumped, it came on me. And and that, that was the that was impartation. That was the, that was the same fire that was on him to win souls, it, it came on me. And that that can that's very tangible. The fire of God is very tangible. It can, you know, the fire that's on someone to win souls can come on another person. And I've seen it happen time and time again. John 14, 21, look at this. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me, and he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. <laughs> that's rich. That's <laughs> rich. John 14, 23, 24. Jesus answered and said to them, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word. You see the theme? Are you seeing the theme? If you love me, you'll keep my word. You'll, you'll do what my word tells Because sometimes it's prayer that breaks that open for you to be able to talk with them or to share something with them about Jesus. You know my approach is is very different. You know some people use a script. There's nothing wrong with using a script. I I don't have a problem with that. If somebody needs a script, we'll you know we'll help people understand the the basic things that they can ask. But a lot of times, you know, I'll ask somebody. You know, and and I've been praying for my list. And I you know, and you know, and I this week I'll call. It's been a few weeks. I'll call. You know, hey man. You know because I I am telling I'm praying for you. And I you know and I did this week weekend. I you know I just want to let you know I'm praying for you. This week I'm going to reach out. You know, what what do you need? Is there any you know what we'll find out though? Some of us are praying for the same people. That's okay. That's okay. So even this week when I when I reach out to him, you know, it's it's not like I'm gonna beat them up with the word, you know, hey, you know, I've been missing you. How how's things going? Can I can I can I help you with anything? Because see, that's the tending, right? That's the tending. See, a lot of times people think, well, that's just the pastor's job. No, that's the church's job. If, if it were the job of the pastor to do everything, and I'm, this, that's not this church, because you know, because people will go to the hospitals here, they'll pray, people send me messages. Hey, I'm going to the hospital to pray for somebody. Praise Jesus. Do you need anything? Nope, got it covered. And they'll call and they'll testify about what God did. God, you know, pr- we prayed for this man, this man, this man. We did this, we did that. So, th- th- you know, this church is a great church. Many people will go out and they'll share. And it, this, this should encourage us, though, right? This isn't a beat up. This isn't well. We're doing all this wrong. No, we're we're doing a lot of things right. Praise Jesus. But we've got to keep doing things right. We've got to keep. We've got to keep getting this good news out. Time is short. You guys understand the clock in which we're setting, right? <laughs> The world is on the brink of World War III. Hello, <laughs> hello, <laughs> hello, Church, guys. I, I don't say that out of fear. I say that, that come on, you know, we're we're in this we're in this thing of moving, moving, moving the Word of God, moving the church. There's re- you know I want to tell you there's revivals breaking out all over the place. Perry Stone just, you know, he there, there's a revival happening in Georgia at Jensen Franklin's church. And Perry Stone, I mean, I'm not saying he's not a, he, he, he carries something. <laughs> I mean, he's a teacher of the word and, and God's used him as, he's using him now as a revivalist. Brian Gibson, uh, another friend of, that I recently met, I mean, he's he's got a church in Amarillo that blew up and Owensburg, Kentucky, about seven hours away from here. I looked it up last night because I was wondering, how far is that? So um, just revival breaking out. You know, he said on on his podcast the other day, he's he's like, you know, people calling me and asking me, like, you know, what would you guys do to cultivate revival? (laughs) I love it because he's from Kentucky, western Kentucky. He said, we didn't pray enough. We didn't fast enough. We, we, didn't, we didn't do any of this enough. We just got hungry and desired the presence of God. Did you hear that? We. That, that's why, guys, please catch this today. Please catch this because if you, if you come into this building... We all come into this building, and we're desiring the presence of God. We're desiring God to move. We're, we're, you know, we, can I tell you, desire looks different. It, 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 desi- desiring what God desires, desiring to win souls, it, lo- it looks different. It doesn't look confused. It doesn't look worried. It doesn't walk in fear. It comes in saying, God, I need you above all else. Lord, I'm laying myself bare. God, it's your grace. It's your mercy. It's everything that you have that I need. I need from you, Lord. It's not what we can figure out in the natural. But it's to step into the supernatural. Hallelujah. It's to step into where God says, I'm right here. I felt it today. I felt the glory. I felt, when we started singing Shekinah glory, power of God hit me and I'm just like, you know, you can move into it. You can move into it. You can move into to to, to to the fullness. You can move into that to that. But uh, can I tell you? You got to do it for yourself. I can't do it from random. Randy can't do. I use her as an example. Husband and wife. So I I can't do it for my wife. She can nudge me. She can hit me. She can knock me upside the head. Aren't you feeling that? I ain't feeling nothing. You know. Vice versa. Aren't you feeling that? I ain't feeling nothing. You have to, you have to, there's a pressing that you have to learn to, you, you have to learn to go deeper. That, and, I, and I believe, and I, I do believe, because we're going to experience it here. I, I know, I know that we will. I know, that, I know above all else, we're going to experience something greater than we can ever, <laughs> than we can ever think or even imagine. Prayer is a cornerstone. I'm not, let me, let me close out with this last point. Let me close out with this last point. Take your Bibles, go to Luke. So winning souls, it shows the Lord that we care. Amen. That's that's a benefit for you. That's a benefit to the kingdom of God. Go to Luke. Yeah, Luke 15. (laughs) Because, Because out of John 15, it says, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment. That you love one another as I have loved you. That my joy remain in you, and that your joy may be full. That my joy remain in you, and that your joy may be full. (laughs) That my joy remain in you, and that your joy may be full. Luke 15. Uh, Let's start at verse 7, and I'll, I'll flow down. Through verse 10 says I tell you in the same way there will be more joy in heaven (laughs) over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous people who have need of repentance verse 8 it says or what woman having ten silver coins if she loses one coin does not light a lamp, lamp sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it for all you guys that have lost your wallet you know you understand so And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of angels of God over one sinner who repents. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! (laughs) That when one (laughs) sinner, One sinner repents. Heaven rejoices. Heaven rejoices. Guys, there's a party going on in heaven when one person comes to to Christ. When one person comes to Christ, there's, there's a party in heaven. One person repents and turns their life around. You know, and you know, you know, what I love about what I love about that—that's a picture of heaven. And there, you know, and you know, there, there's a celebration, but you know what? There's joy in heaven. Amen. There's a joy in heaven, un, un, unlike anything we—I I know that we can imagine here on earth. But I believe this. I believe that it's time for us as the church to pull down that kind of joy here on earth. That you know, l- listen. When 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 one person gets saved, it's, you you leaving the 99 to go after the one? When one person gets saved. You know, it's not that we. You know, it's an unfortunate thing because it's like we. we, I think sometimes we don't understand the significance or the importance of one person coming to Christ. That you know, it's why we have a page that we. You know, you know, we we track we track the number of people that get saved every year. We start over every year. We're not. It's not like God's got the book. I don't have the book. We keep it as an encouragement. You know, and we keep it so that we can rejoice together. But see, that's the thing. I feel like sometimes we've, we've got to learn how to rejoice when one person comes to the kingdom of God. Praise God. Another person got saved with a look on their face like they've been sucking on lemons. I, I mean, that's not, what, that's not what the Lord's calling the, the, the church to look like in this hour. That when one person turns their life around, we celebrate, we rejoice, we're glad, we're thankful. Welcome to the family of God. Not not this, you know, it's going to be hard. Because that's what happens when people get saved. They get around the wrong pruny people and they, they, well, you know, it's going to be hard. You know, the devil's going to attack you now. Everybody wants to talk about what the devil's going to do, but nobody wants to talk about what Jesus just fixed. The Bible says you become a new creature in Christ. The, The old is gone, the new has come. Why don't we focus on the new? Why don't we focus on the good? That's what people need to hear. They don't need to hear, oh, it's going to be tough. Your life is, man. You know, when you start serving Jesus, problems happen. What? My life didn't get worse. It got better. Amen? Amen. My life got better. Amen? My life, my, everything began to get changed. Everything, you know, and it was like, and what wasn't getting changed? (laughs) You know, God. God was there. His mercy, His grace flooded over situation over situation that we would rejoice. Amen? That our joy would remain. (laughs) How about we have a party when one person comes to the Lord? How about we rejoice? You know, guys, listen. You you think this is... (laughs) When somebody gets saved here, we 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 as a church do everything we can do to put things around them. They've got kids, we've got kids programs. They've got, you know, they you know, they battled with drugs or something like that. We have transformation ministry. People that God has set free, delivered and and healed. We we have that. And I think this is, you know, we we have you know, we have women that are meeting. We have men's life groups. We have we have all these things that we're putting in place where people can connect to other people. Well, you know, well God will just God will just fix my. You need people. You know, just me and God only. No, you, you, you need God, yes, but God will send people in you, into your life. We watched a video the other day and it was so stupid. This guy was living in the Death Valley by himself, I, you know, isolated. I don't know if you've seen it. You, I hope it's not your cousin So, but, but, or family member. But I, God didn't call people to be alone. God didn't send us here. He didn't send us here to be alone. He told Adam and he, he said, multiply, Multi-, you know, you, you, do, you multiply. He's called us to be in, the fello- in fellowship with one another. He's called us, th- he's called us there. <laughs> so that my joy may remain. Amen. <laughs> I, I, and I Can I tell you the, the, the benefit of seeing one person to Christ? I'm thankful that I've got to lead more than one now. But the joy of seeing the one. I would honestly say the first person I led to, led to Christ was probably in Fairmont, West Virginia, in Pleasance Valley, in my work office one night. And, um, and you, know, you don't forget that. And to be honest with you, I, I didn't have enough of the Bible in me, I just knew what I felt. I knew that my life had been changed. I knew that my life had been trans- transformed. You know why? Because I wasn't dealing with the same stuff that I was three or four weeks previous. My mind was being renewed. Was it still working on things? Yeah, absolutely. Guys, I'm, I'm 50. I'll be 51. I'm still working on stuff. If anybody has arrived, please let me know. Uh, you know, because we're, we're all working on stuff, right? You know, God. That's what God does. I, I love that. I love that. It's, it's so precious. But that joy I, I, I felt, and it wasn't. It wasn't a. The joy I felt in leading somebody, Lord, was was really powerful. But I had to be careful not for 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 myself to look at myself. Look what I did. I won one to the Lord. God knew that person was going to get saved. I believe that. But, that. but that God would use me. And that's how I look at it now. That God, God would use me. He would use me as Brad. He would, he would use me as a person. And that's in closing today. I, that God will use each and every one of us. That's his plan. That's his purpose. But can I tell you... It, It's fun. It's it's fun. Minister, if you would come to the keyboard. It it's fun, but It's fun because I because I love him. It's There's a real joy in serving the Lord. Let's go ahead and stand to our feet this morning.